Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning and welcome to the At Home with Roby show. I am Trent Haston and today I have a special co-host, Sarah Straw in the house. Straw House. How you doing, Sarah? I'm good. I heard Stry House. Stry House. Stry Haas. Stry Haas. I get to defend myself today. I heard that you made a comment last week that I you you living with the fact that I'll never pronounce your last name correctly. Yeah, well, I don't think you you'll ever change, but is that because of my my bad accent? <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is with you. <laughs> Goodness gracious! Wow, man. I mean, you know, Patrick was like Patrick had this busy day. All these very important, good, wonderful meetings. He's like, man, I overbooked. Can you push? push josh off josh mandel is our guest today i'm like look man let me just get a, a guest host and <laughs> i think he feels a little threatened because he's like oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just gonna, i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it i'm like well don't don't sell the very important meetings short you know uh be present while you're there that's a very important yeah. thing yeah yep but i'm coming after his job and uh well he didn't know who i was <laughs> thinking about and uh-huh. then and then i was like sarah strahaus is that good yeah that's good <laughs> I, that's good i got too much <laughs> syllables in the last part of your last day <laughs> but anyway and, and then and then i said hey i talked to you i was like hey don't worry about it sarah's gonna do it and he's like oh man i can make it i can make it i'm <laughs> like oh, be present we're gonna we're gonna be present you be present so uh yeah, it's uh, it's good to have you in the studio. You've been in the studio. Yeah, I'm I'm performing two roles right now, or video videoing from one side. I'm not, you're not getting any more money out of me today. <laughs> okay, I know where this Dang. goes every time. Man, I I also had to trim four extra pieces of grass. No, 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 you're not getting any more money. <laughs> no, I'm glad to be here. Good. So you've been in the studio. You did you did the show where we interviewed you, which was a great show. I brag about it all the time. If you haven't listened to Sarah's show, it was probably about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, six to yeah, eight weeks give ago. Give or take. You can look it up, Sarah Strahaus. How'd I do? Strahaus. I'm working on it. Strahaus. Isn't that what I said? Strahaus. 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 We're getting okay. there. We're getting anyway, there. Anyway, wonderful show. Talks about her upbringing in the construction family business with her father and talks about her social media, uh, how she's really good at it, and that's why she's our social media expert. So then a couple of weeks ago, she started recording us, filming us. So I'm throwing the double peace sign up. Oh, so wow. So now she's doing <laughs> peace sign. Man. Okay. So, uh, so now I'm asking her to co-host. Yeah. And follow us. Follow us on all social. We're going to give the plug. If I'm going to be on here. We do that when we come into the second segment. Oh, well. At home with Roby. So uh, our our guest today, Josh Mandel, is from, Mm -hmm. uh, he's a YPO friend of mine, Young Presidents Organization. Talk about those guys. Uh, He is from Alabama. And 
I saw him. I went on a trip that he was part of the uh, the planning committee, kind of like what Reagan and I have done in the past. And I saw him, and he said something. The committee guys that he's on there with had been on the show, a couple of them, and Jeff DeVoot and those guys. And he said, yeah, something about that home and Roby show. And I just so happened, I said, I said yeah, man, you got to listen to yet. It was a Sunday when I saw him. I said, you got to listen to that today's show. It'll go in the podcast. It's Ken Persley. And he says, man, I grew up. I used to live three houses down because Ken Persley's from Alabama. And he said, Rainbow. I used to, That's isn't crazy. that crazy? Yeah. He's like, That's unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm like, You got to hear the show. So it's really cool. So, and, and he's in the construction and development business and, and stuff. So uh, it'll be good to hear, hear what he's got going on. So, how was your weekend? It was good. I went to the Wells Fargo. How was that? It was really good. good. Beautiful. The weather was awesome. It was supposed to rain on Saturday and changed and. 77 and sunny wow. no rain so uh was it your first wells fargo that was my first wells fargo really yes did you ever go to the championship or last year we had i went the to the Ryder president's cup, cup. Right, president's yeah cup. president's cup quail Ryder, Ryder very cup. nice the Ryder cup's always in europe right i think no i don't know <laughs> whatever uh but i've been to the wells fargo i used to go when it was wachovia so it's okay. kind of old hat now uh no i was actually out of town uh, I was fortunate enough to go to the Berkshire Hathaway shareholders meeting, which was very cool, uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, which is a very cool town. And uh, it's all Saturday. Warren Buffett speaks about the financial performance of Berkshire for about 30 minutes. And then him and Charlie Munger sit up there. That's his partner for 50 60 70 years and and they answer questions they did 60 questions and warren buffett's 92 and charlie munger's 99 that's crazy they rolled charlie munger out in a wheelchair wow i mean so wow i have been one other time i had an employee's father uh which was very special took me 15 years ago 2008 and when i came back from that meeting from that meeting, it got me so energized. We started our cornhole tournament, which wow. this year will be the 15th year. We raised cool. well over $2 million, mostly for Make-A-Wish. Yep. That all started from Warren Buffett's inspiration. Uh, Dave McGuire was hired, our COO, mm-hmm. best friend in high school and college. And we started our 401k and 401k match at our company. Now, now been going on over 14 years. Wow. 15 year yeah. anniversary this summer all that came so the guys were like i can't wait to see what comes out of this i'm like oh god my, <laughs> my, my team is gonna be like oh please go back to omaha stay out of here so uh anyway Very thanks cool. for thanks for being a guest host is, is good having you speak versus just stand over there and make faces yes <laughs> well won't you welcome josh mandel yeah Okay. Welcome, Josh Mandel. Well, welcome, to the Josh sh- Mandel. Be with show. us when we return. You're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to the At Home with Roby show. This is Trent Haston, and filling in for Patrick McIsaac today is Sarah Strahaus. Sarah Strahaus. How did I do there? That was good. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! <laughs> Yahoo! Oh, man. And on the line, hailing from Alabama, we have Josh Mandel. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Trent. I'm doing great. How about you? Doing yeah, wonderful, dude. man. It's so great to have you in the studio. Where are you at today? 
I am in Birmingham at, at our uh, at one of our two home bases. So glad to be here, uh, not on the road. You know, I'm I'm fond of Birmingham. We got some some great YPO friends that live down there. Great contention hails from Birmingham. Uh, you know, people like Chip Shram and and other folks. Uh, where's your other office at? Yeah, Chip, he's a great one. Uh, our other office is in Florence, Alabama. It's where our company actually uh, started about 40 years ago. It's a smaller office, but it's a very important one for us. And that's, if you don't know, that's in the northwest corner of Alabama in a beautiful part of the state. Uh, really, really cool area, too. A lot of music and culture there. So. Really? I, I, I've never yeah. been there. Uh, but I love Birmingham, uh, and I love music. I mean, culture. <laughs> they go it's a hand great place. Hand, right? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, Sarah, you ever been to Birmingham? No, I haven't. I've never even been to uh, Alabama at all. Really? Yeah. It has some rolling out. rolling yeah. hills. I think it's the Appalachian Mount mountain chain. Is it? I don't know. Is it, Josh? That's right. It is. You got it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so cool because you do have some some nice hills down there. It, it, the landscape makes it so pretty. Uh, very similar to Charlotte in the trees and, and the vegetation and stuff. Um, so, where'd you go yeah. to college, Josh? I'm a Bama guy. Roll Tide. Oh, you are a Bama guy. Because before <laughs> we came on the show, you said they – I told you that uh, we got an antique Hornets hat over here in the studio, and you, you brought up Muggsy Bogues, and I asked you if you are a Hornets fan. You said, no, they give you footballs down here. <laughs> No, but he, you know, how could you forget a guy who was five foot two? Uh, you know, holding more than holding his own on the court. I mean, he he, he was a force. So that was a uh, great player. I'm not sure there's been anybody like him since. I'm pretty impressed that you know the guy's height by memory. That's pretty good, and he could dunk the ball. Don't ask him. That's crazy. I don't have much more than that, so I, that I'm about to run run dry on those, but. Uh, yeah, we're you know Bama. Uh, we're you know this is this is football country, but uh, we actually made a, a name for ourselves for a short time this year in basketball, and then uh, didn't go our way in the Sweet Sixteen. So we're, we're we're trying to be a basketball school too, but we hadn't established that yet. No, I watched a lot of Bama basketball this year because it was good good top ranked games. Was Bama number one seed going into the tournament? They were. Mm. Yeah, you're not gonna hear people say that. <laughs> so sorry, nah. Carolina had a bad year in basketball. We're not even gonna talk about basketball this year or on the show. How's Vermont in basketball? Oh gosh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're good. I don't know. I feel like we do hockey up there. Goodness gracious! Well, I'm gonna tell you. You said, "How could you forget a five-two guy?" People forget my little scrawny butt all the time. So, uh, there you go. <laughs> you, you hey. There you go. I mean, uh, were you a, were you a shooting guard or point guard? What was what were you playing? <laughs> I'm an overpowering point guard. I I, I, I like to shoot. <laughs> I played point guard and I'm five two. There you go. So. You a tall five two. Well, cool. So, Josh, tell us about your how, where'd you grow up? Give us the give us the lowdown. So I grew up out in the country, and I, I mean it was almost a four way stop area about half an hour outside of Montgomery, Alabama, in a place called Pike Road. And it was a great place to grow up. Um, you know, 
we're you know close enough to Montgomery, but I said it was a country today. If you tell someone you're from Pike Road, that's kind of been absorbed by the city. That's kind of where the city's grown out towards. And you know, Montgomery's about a half, an hour and a half from Birmingham, so you know it's a little bit of a drive, but it's not very far away. And uh, like I said it's a great place to grow up. Uh, my mom and my stepfather are still down there, so that, that, that's it. So what? Uh, so you so you go to Alabama. What did you study at Alabama? Not enough, but uh, <laughs> history was my major. What and, was your uh, major? History. History. Oh Lord! Yeah. Watch you. Um, it, it was a great, you know. And that hey, that was. Uh, I enjoyed that. It's fun. Um, my kids. I got. We've got. A, my wife and I have a daughter in college, and then. Our boys are in high school, and uh, that's that. That kind of falls into the "do as I say, not as I did" category. So, uh, but it was a good major, and had a great time at Bama. Um, and I really wasn't sure what I was going to use that major for, but uh, you know, it just sounded good at the time. And then what? You then don't you have a law degree or something? That's right. I went to law school, uh, Loyola University, down in New Orleans. Uh, great, great spot to be in school. Um, sometimes too much, but then, uh, I, I, I went to law school like, uh, and, and you know, if you, there are a fair amount of people who will tell you this, who go to law school. I went to law school, not really sure. I wanted to be a, a lawyer, uh, in the traditional sense. And I thought it'd be just something to be helpful in, in business. Uh, my grandfather had done that. My dad had done that. And, um, I was close to my grandfather and just thought it was the right thing to do. But I got towards the end of law school. And I didn't really want to practice law. So I immediately started trying to figure out how I could, um, you know, use that in a, in a business sense. And, um, you know, I never actually practiced law. I was started with a, a bank in new Orleans and their headquarters. And, you know, I was kind of a lower level grunt. And then my wife and I ended up moving back to Montgomery and, um, joined up with a, a growing company there and I've been doing what I've I've been doing what I'm doing now for about twenty something years. Oh, really? So where did you and Mary Virginia meet? I'm glad she's not on this call right now because she cut me off and, and not let me finish my story. But we met it we met at Mardi Gras. Oh really? Oh, wow. Down in New Orleans. I didn't know that. The things you learn on this show. Wow. Well, that's where she'd step in and say, no, it was in Mobile, so don't let him tell this story too long. Mobile has a great Mardi Gras, but it's a little different flavor than New Orleans, if, you, if you've been. Got it. Um, so we met in Mobile in 98 or 9, and we've been married for, we got had a quick courtship, and we've been married going on uh, 24 years now. Goodness gracious. Congratulations, man. That is awesome. Reagan and I are Thank coming you. up on 20 this July 5th. will be 20. 24. Oh man, that's a big, that's a big milestone. It is. You can't go back from that. I don't think. God (laughs) God bless. But I'm going to tell you, Josh. I I appreciate that you history and studying history. You know a lot of how I learn today. And you go to, we talked about us. I just came back from Berkshire. It's a lot of history. I bought a couple books. They talk about history of crashes and history of this. Uh, so I think that is a superb foundation for business. And then law, I think, even though I, 
I do not like any lawyer I know. And I'm kidding. I do like <laughs> lawyers. I have some dear, dear lawyer friends. But you had never told me that you were a law. You had a law degree. Uh, <laughs> I'm a recovering. Lawyer. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but I think it is a great asset to have in your portfolio to be to be a good business person as well. I think the discipline of how to achieve how to achieve use theory to 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 make decisions is great and and then having basis for for decisions is great as well so kudos to you dog yeah. i appreciate it and, and i agree it, it gives you a lot of uh, good good skills uh, for helping think through business situations i think the one thing they could really add to a lot of law school curriculum or curriculum whatever it is is, is giving you some more uh business-minded uh P and L, uh, profit, you know, profit minded, uh, uh, training, which, you know, you still need that if you're, if you're going to be a lawyer and your clients are going to have those needs. So, um, it, it, it's very helpful. Well, I mean, really, especially in business law, I mean, all the lawyers that I or my friends and help us with our business and have through the years are smart business people. They have to be to understand what's going on, right? You gotta be. You gotta be. Or you're just not gonna connect with your with your client. That's such an important thing for us when we are to your point. I mean, the kind of things you're relying on your counsel to do for you. Uh you really need them to understand your perspective and and understand the big picture from a financial standpoint is part of that. I agree completely. Qu- quick question. Who do you like more, your lawyer or your banker? Depends on the day. <laughs> uh, Depends on who's charging me more, but uh, ooh, that's a good question. I, let's let's talk about that offline. How about that? I was just kidding. I was just putting you on the spot. That was a joke. Yeah. Hey, well, when we come back, I want to talk about the career that you went into. Will you hang tight with Great. us? For sure. All right. Josh Mandel, when we return, hailing from the Gateway Company, is going to talk business. You're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to the At Home with Roby show. I am Trent Haston, and I have a wonderful guest host today. Her name is Sarah Strahaus. How you doing, Sarah? I'm good. good I to still be say here. it wrong, don't I? Yeah, Dag we're, we're on. moving on. We're moving Dag on. on. I, 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 I have something happens in my brain when I try to say your name, and I think it's a beautiful name. It really is. <laughs> Thank and, you. And, and I, you know, I know I drag his name out even even beyond Alabama. But we got Josh Mandel on the line. What's up, dude? Hey, what's happening? I hope you're having fun. I'm having a great time. I, Trent, I told you, uh, you may recall, uh, hosting a podcast is like something, that's an aspiration of mine. I hadn't done anything about it yet, but uh, seeing what y'all put together and, and sustained for so many years is impressive. So uh, it's, a good, it's a good example for me. Um, so it's a thrill to be here with you today. Well, good. You're very, you're very conversational. Uh, you know, we get to most, most folks, especially my YPO friends that come on here, you know, we, we've had a lot of conversations and, and chewed to cut a lot. So it works out pretty good, but you get some people on here that don't have those aspirations and are timid. Uh, but it's fun, man. I just love learning about people and we get to look, we get to spend 20, 30 minutes together and, and you're down in Alabama. I'm not going to call you and chit chat on the phone with you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You're forcing. Well, I'll be here if you need me. Yeah, you would be there. You will be. Well, hey, let's talk about your business career. So you moved back. 
back home to Alabama with your with your beautiful wife. I think did she make you go back home? Leave New Orleans? She didn't well <laughs> what do you think? But uh she uh she she had a she had a strong uh say in it. But we were both glad to move back to Alabama. Uh we moved back to Montgomery for about eight or nine years. Uh and I actually went to work in a family business for a short period of time and it was a business my grandfather had run as a it was kind of a long standing family business. And he had passed. Um, and I was working with my uncles. And it just, you know, they're great guys. Uh, their sons were going to come into the business. And um, and we're, I'm still very close with them. But it, it wasn't the right fit. So, um, so I, you know, I was there for a short period of time. And, uh, and then I met uh, someone who had started uh, a multifamily development uh, company, development, basically doing what I'm doing today. And... Uh, he had put together a great company that had been around for a few years, but was still kind of in its early stages. And he wanted an in-house counsel, and it was a chance for me to continue to make that that transition into the business life and out of the legal life. And you know, I was probably cheap for him, and so it was a great arrangement. And I named that company was Summit, and I spent probably 15 years on that company. Um, learned a ton. Uh, you know, learned a lot of lessons, met, met a lot of great people uh, before I ended up where I am here today. But, uh, you know, like I said, my, I've been doing uh, multifamily development, uh, you know, operations for, for most of my career now, 20-something years. So when you were in-house counsel for that, uh, for 15 years for that business, I mean, what was y'all's arrangement? Was it, hey, you can do in-house counsel and then you can also help? advise and work on projects yeah it's a great question uh it, it was some of that it was hey we got a contract or what have you or we got you know in the apartment world uh as one of my kind of mentors said uh i go to bed with thousands of people every night mm. because if you're running you know however many units of apartments you're running that's a lot of people you know that you're housing and you never know what's going to come up the next day and that's on the operational side. Then you got the, you know, the, all the capital and the finance. And there's a big, you know, our niche is in the affordable housing world. We do a lot of Class A, but it's primarily affordable. So that's a highly regulated uh, part of the business. And so you just never know what's going to come through the door. And then being the young guy around, I just get handed dogs that nobody else wanted to deal with. But those are kind of the things that you learn from, the, you know, Picking up something no one else wants to touch can, uh, can you know, can teach you a ton. So it was really anything that came through the door. And I looked up five or six years later, and I wasn't doing a whole lot of legal work anymore. Yeah. It was, you know, almost strictly business. No, I love it, man. I mean, that's that's what our our industry, uh, you know, goes in that direction. I mean, Sarah over here is our marketing manager, but I mean, she's getting her hands dirty and. I think we've even had discussions with her not coming from me, coming from my other leaders. I'm talking a little bit behind her back. But, hey, you never know where this can take you uh, in our industry and in, in our business and in, in other business lines as well. Uh, so what you the your previous company where you, where you worked 15 solid years was was doing affordable housing, and now you still with with Gateway do focus on affordable housing as well? 
Yeah. So, and then I, I, uh, I left that company probably, I don't know, nine or 10 years ago, I spent a few years with, uh, a company based here in Birmingham and, and it, we had, my wife and I had moved to Birmingham, you know, kind of probably 15 years ago. And for just really because our bit, you know, in the multifamily business, it tends to be a regional business, especially in the deep South where, you know, if you're in a huge city like New York or Chicago, you may be able to have enough business. If you want to grow, you may be able to have enough business. You never leave your, your Metro, you know, and when you're in a smaller area population wise, you've got to expand to grow your business. And, um, so we moved to Birmingham about 15 years ago. It was a terrific move. Our kids were super young at the time, so there wasn't much of a, like a lifestyle transition for them. And, you know, you're going from, you know, to, you're on two different cities in the same state. So that's not too bad either. And, uh, and so I spent a few years with a, with a kind of a family office based company here, helping them grow. And then, um, what I, you know, what I, what I knew I wanted was to, I knew I wanted to be at the, at the, you know, at the, at the senior leadership position, right? You know, I, I knew I wanted to be able to guide a company and it was just a matter of finding the right company where someone had that need, um, and, and the right people, um, and, and the companies I worked with before Gateway were great, you know, the great people and companies, but I had to go where they had the need mm-hmm. and, um, I had met several folks and plus we didn't want to leave Alabama. So even if someone wanted us to leave Alabama, we weren't going to. And I met the founder of Gateway, a gentleman named Alan Rapoon. Alan started the company about 40 years ago, came from, he grew up on a small farm in Michigan, moved down to Atlanta after he finished Michigan state and got into real estate development in the eighties. And then what really created the, the affordable housing part of our industry that that most companies in our industry do was in 1986 with the Reagan Tax Act. And you just had this whole, like, cottage industry grow out of that act. And more so than not, your entrepreneurs were not in your big cities. I mean, there were some, but proportionately, I mean, it was in, like, small towns in Alabama or, or Iowa or North Carolina or Georgia. And, um, he had run a great company, had a great reputation, and you know he he was he had been looking to uh, enjoy himself more as he should. And so we you know we spent a while getting to know each other and you know kind of making sure the fit made made sense. And we teamed up about six years ago, and uh, and uh, you know, it's been great. Um, he's a we're partners now. Uh, I'm happy to be in business with him. I'm very happy to be in business with him and be friends with him. Amen. I mean, what? Number one, I just learned so much right there. I mean, (laughs) how affordable housing really got really got ramped up in the eighties through through Reagan is 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 I never never knew that, and and I agree with you. The the small towns is where the opportunities exist. you know, when you're not in New York or L.A. or something like that, uh, it's kind of a niche industry. But you said when you put your head on the pillow every night, you have all these families that live in these housing units that, that you own, manage, and develop. Um, we talk about that with YPO businesses, and we run these businesses that are family businesses, whether you're 
family ownership or whatever, when you go to bed at night, all your employees and their families depend on you. <laughs> and it's the same you're, way. You're exactly right. Man, that is – yeah, go ahead. No, and, and you'll – I mean, you know, if, if I if I start talking too long, you, you know, you just say, Josh, that's enough. But uh, but uh, you're, you're right. I mean, I was, you know, uh, and I think COVID, you know, it's had, you know, COVID, COVID's introduced some things that we like and don't like, um, and it's made us fight for our employees more. Um, and the culture that had been established at Gateway was really strong. The, I mean, a lot of people say it, but we truly believe it, and, and we feel like the retention reflects it. You know, our our people are our assets, and um, mm. it's made us look at how we need to, you know, sharpen our game where we weren't doing it enough. Um, so it, it, it's taught us a lot. Man, that's awesome. Well, well, Josh, it's been wonderful hanging out with you. Give your business a plug. How can these people look you up? We're heard all over the southeast and have a big podcast following. You can find us on any podcast outlet. Give yourself a plug so people can check you out and learn more about you and the Gateway Companies. Sure, uh, and, and thank you again for for giving giving uh, giving us this platform. Uh, you can simply go to Google and type in the Gateway Companies, or I believe it's the GatewayCompanies.com. Uh, we are we're in the we're in the South, and so we're 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 building and operating and, and uh, developing, you know, across the Southeast up into the Carolinas, and uh, it's just been a, a treat to uh, to join y'all here today. Well, that's awesome. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Tell Mary, Virginia, I said hello, and and those three growing children you have. uh, Keep those boys straight for me. You bet. Uh, Best to Reagan and uh, and your family as well. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for being here. Josh Mandel, Gateway Companies. You're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Yeehaw! Welcome back to the At Home with Ruby Show. I am Trent Hastner. <laughs> Don't Sarah, make your accent worse. Sarah Stryhouse with us today uh, as our guest host got me all excited. And, and look, folks, we uh, we asked Josh if he had a few more minutes. We we didn't really have anything charitable to talk about. That's our last segment. There's a lot of charitable talk. We asked Josh Mandel to stick around with us because during the break. He was. We were talking about affordable housing when I was. We were basically just saying bye, and I said that's so valuable what you just said. You know, and, and Josh, tell us what you ta- told me in extension, like the the need that y'all are catering to and fulfilling, and, and what you go to these towns and go ahead. Yeah, no, I I, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, we were talking about just kind of how our niche falls in the in the in the multifamily housing uh industry in general uh cause, you know trying to think you know y'all are primarily single and uh you know oftentimes you know especially in a in a booming city like charlotte there's great looking class a luxury uh complexes um you know and all over the metro um and then you have a certain kind of uh subsidized housing on the lower end of the income scale but where the real housing crisis, at least you know, for 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 folks who who want to rent and can't afford to buy a home, is in the middle. And in our industry, they call that the missing middle. And that's workforce housing. That's really our our niche. You know, uh, we're not going to be the the Mercedes or the 
the Range Rover. We're going to be more like the Hyundai or the Kia. And a lot of times we're going into a city office or a county office, and, you know, there are a lot of times a lot of kind of uh, predispositions or presuppositions, whatever the word is, about what we're coming to do. And if they hear affordable housing, um, you know, fairly or unfairly, uh, they kind of, you know, get their back up. And then what they don't realize a lot of times is a lot of people think of affordable housing, they think of Section 8. And that's not what we do. That's, there are other companies that do that. But folks in our, in our world, in our space, it's workforce housing. And what we've seen over the last 20 years are so many, you know, political leaders, public officials, governors, you know, economic development officials come around to our industry. And it's an extremely bipartisan, um, has extreme bipartisan support, which you don't hear very much these days. Uh, because if you want that, you know, if you want that EV plant or that, you know, that new manufacturing company or, or that big job opportunity to come to your community, you need a place for those people to live. And generally, a lot of those folks can't afford to buy a home or they can't afford to live in that, you know, top of the mark, um, class A uh, luxury community, which is a great community. But there's a certain strand of our of our society that are great residents to have. They just need a they need a place that's affordable. And that's the real opportunity in our industry. And a great community to raise their family and go to work every day. It's the American dream, right? I mean, and and the southeast is is vibrant with with these outlier towns smaller towns attracting these new distribution plant ev plants you know we got a uh uh not just for ev but uh the auto industry especially in alabama i mean i go through there i went to the mercedes plant when i've been down there before uh it's really eye-opening that i think You, you, you nailed it it's crazy. So where all? So where? What's y'all's platform ge- geographically? You and you nailed it. I mean, you've got to have. You know, you've got to be able to start because that's where the growth is and that's where the affordability is. Um, and to plagiarize, you know, one of my uh, someone I work for and learned a lot from. Uh, you need to provide a place where they're where where those those residents are, are, are proud to host their families for Thanksgiving. You wow. know, and when you frame it, when you frame it like that, it can, you know it's a good motivator. So. If you're looking on a map, um, we're going to be pretty heavy in Alabama, of course. That's our home state. Georgia is probably about our most active state. Uh, so if we'll be in places like Augusta. We're up in the north Georgia area, down south Georgia. And we'll be in the Atlanta excerpts. So we're not going to be in the heart, but we'll be in the excerpts. We love South Carolina. I know um, y'all got a fair amount. I think y'all got some fair number of Clemson folks over there. We're building <laughs> one in Central, right next to Clemson. Yeah. Um and over in Greenville. So uh, really, wherever somebody will open the door for us, uh, if we can make it work, we'll go there. Well, man, I, that is so cool. I mean, yeah, I think it's wonderful. I think it's a need that we have. It's, I mean, it's what's going to make our area prosper and what's going to make it successful. And, and, it's you know, kids can't get good educations and, and study hard and go to school and, and, and set the foundation for a good life if they don't have a good, comfortable home that uh their family can raise them in and uh thank you josh that's great oh yeah no thank you pleasure's all mine all right well he's already given his plug google them uh check them out when you can thanks for listening to us today on the at home with roby show once again sarah thank you for being here 
Thank you for having me. You, 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 you cut me with your eyes all the time. Uh, <laughs> go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Carry a smile around on your face. Thanks for listening.